Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 110, and boy, do we have plenty and plenty to talk about, as always, here on the Eagle Eye Podcast. Yes, correct. We are still in effect, even though the league has shut down. We're going to talk about that terrible game that was practically the last game of the season as far for the foreseeable future against Cruz Azul, in which America lost. We'll recap that 3-0 victory against Atlanta United, which was, uh, I guess to say, something to salvage from that. Um, And then we'll talk a little bit about the future of the podcast, what we're going to be doing, uh, how all of this coronavirus is affecting the league and everything. Uh, But before I get ahead of myself, as always, let me introduce my co-host live from Epidemic Central himself. It's none other than Christian Rosendo. Christian, how is New York right now? It's terrible. It's literally in a state that I've never seen it before. There was pictures circulating of Times Square, and it's, like, deserted. Like, it's never deserted. Even at 4 in the morning, there is still, like, thousands of people there. And it's just weird to see um, this state in, in the state that we are in right now. But um, just doing whatever I can to, I guess, stay, you know, virus-free right now, washing my hands, sanitizing, all that good stuff. But right now it's uh for for right now for me personally everything's calm but uh around me though it's just it's major chaos complete complete mayhem in the streets of New York um as Christian tells it as it is uh it's crazy it's crazy and you know what the funny thing is is because every sports podcast around the world will have a mention of what is going on because it's affected it's it's global at this point right it's, it's, it's touched mm-hmm. every thing Has there that you could ever have been something like this before. Never. You're <laughs> older than me, so I mean, you you have me by what, maybe a little three years, so. And I think you put it perfectly in the example of when is the last time you saw something like this? Yeah, you tweeted it out, and I think um, our, our our good friend Brian, who's been on the podcast, said maybe when 9-11 hit, but I think even that, that was very subjective to just the U.S. and maybe a couple of other right. countries that mm-hmm. were, uh, exactly. you know, friendlies of, of the U.S., and, and I think mm-hmm. that kind of tip the scales of whether or not there would be war but um nothing like this nothing to the point where everything and i mean everything gets canceled from sports to it's, to work to music to school. Events, everything schools everything i know it's, everything it it's, is yeah. phenomenally crazy that everything is going yeah. on at the rate it is um and yeah like christian said that the only thing left for us to do is to stay safe wash your hands uh don't touch your face uh, I'm literally reading off the guidelines of the CDC at this point. Um, which, by the way, we were going to try to get a CDC uh, expert on here onto the podcast that kind of fell through. We were going to try to anal- analyze like different diseases. Like, who would be the Osmar Mares of diseases? You, you know, I have no idea, to be honest. Exactly. No, I have no idea. And, um, well, that didn't pan out. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy times that we're living in right now, and the only thing we can do is actually just kind of ride the wave, go through the motions, and see how see how we can go and, and surpass all of this. So Just got to remain calm, I guess. Remain calm. Um, at the moment, yeah. The only time we should panic, and the reason we should be actually panicking, is because America lost against Cruz Azul in a terrible fashion, Christian. Going back to uh, kind of the original stuff that we were supposed to talk about here before we fell into that tangent. <laughs> uh, last game of the season, last game in the foreseeable future for this season as far as things stand because of uh, what we just mentioned. 
América versus Cruz Azul, the Clásico Joven. América came into this one right on a high note after the game against Atlanta United. We thought maybe this game could be exactly what América needed after that Atlanta win to kind of get them into this Clásico Joven and kind of rile them up, get the best out of them. Unfortunately, that didn't seem to be the case in this one. Um, it just... It, it was um, it was just terrible. It was completely it was terrible. Terrible, disappointing. I don't know what else to say. Um, literally over the past three games, I think we played one good half, and that was the half against Atlanta United. So yeah. literally in six halves, we played one good half, and that just speaks volumes of the current state of this team. Um, things just aren't clicking. The defense is finally being exposed. Um, the offensive is lacking creativity, like I've mentioned before. Um, you know, Richard and, and Santi slash also can do you know so much before you know they they you know they need a little bit more help from from other people. And I think this game was we just got exposed literally on every on every aspect of the pitch. Um, and honestly, thank God we had Ochoa in that because if not, I think we would have gone out with a pretty embarrassing scoreline. So um, I think we owe Ochoa a big one here and. No, we have to realize and admit that this team right now is not in championship form. It is not in good state, um, and some changes need to happen. I don't know what those changes are because you know you you look at people on the bench and you know you can see a little bit one two, but can that really make the difference? I don't know. Players, I think, just need to pick it up, um, and they have a whole coronavirus break to figure it out. So hopefully, people can do something, or else, I don't know, man. I don't know how the remainder of the season is gonna look like, honestly. And you know what? People will definitely take this uh, out of context and maybe will maybe read into what I'm saying in the wrong way. But I think this break came at the right time for America. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying, oh, thank God what's what's happening is happening. But I'm just saying if I'm a, if I'm an America player or if I'm an America uh, manager at, at this point, you're thinking it's not working for us. This the, the, the ship was sinking. Let's face it. Like you mentioned, there was no real answer coming off the bench. This break mm -hmm. might just be exactly what the team needs. Um, will they be able to train? Things are still looking a little bit uh, uh, wishy-washy right now, uh, whether or not they'll be. I, I know the players are still going to be uh, working out. They're still going to be kind of getting themselves into conditions and all that stuff. But um, I, I think this is, this is exactly what you want from kind of this break is that okay the players that need to adapt will definitely adapt by the time that this league has to start up again right leo should be all good to go in regards to the altitude and and to everything going on in so he should be good to go casitas as well they should be up and running mm -hmm. could you imagine how richard is going to be now after he even uh, adapts even more into what this team is um yeah so I, I think in that aspect, yes, the break comes at, at a very welcome time for, for all Americanists. I think you think, okay, we're not playing well. Like you mentioned, we're getting exposed. We don't seem to have the answers in any situation. Um, and thanks to our goalkeeper, it, you know, th this, this wasn't a terrible uh, outing on the score sheet. But the result-wise mm. on the pitch, it was terrible. So I think this break yeah. comes at a time in which where America can now regroup themselves, think, okay, what what wasn't working? What little things did work? How can we improve on that? How can we grow from that? And just kind of continuously say, okay, how can we get better? We know that the we know that the expectation for America is always going to be high up there, right? 
mm-hmm. uh, we were kind of saying, okay, you're getting the results. You're not playing well, but you're getting the results. So we're going to let this slide for right now. Now at this point, you're not playing well or getting any results. So now really yeah. it's how are you going to fix this? Because this needs to get fixed ASAP. Correct. Actually, you know what? If we, if we really want to take it out of context, we have the Cruz Azul game, Atlanta game, Pumas game, Necaxa, and the Comunicaciones game. That's five games. And out of all those five games, we played, I think, one good half, and that was against Atlanta United. Can you can you agree with can you agree to that? Yeah, yeah. That was those first forty five minutes against Atlanta were probably the best forty five minutes we've well, seen in America in months. I agree. So in over ten halves, you performed well in one, and um, like you said, we were getting results. Sure, I mean, we we got the we got the the advancement against Comunicaciones. The two red cards against Necaxa, we drew against Pumas last minute, we beat Atlanta 3 0, and then we lost Cruzul 1 0. I mean, 2 2 1 and 2, I mean, yeah, it looks good, but it's not really America, you know, results that need to be happening. And um, I think you said it good, or when um when you said the break came in at a good time, I think Piojo needs to really talk to um talk to um uh, his um his assistant and really start to figure out this eleven because what we saw on 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 Sunday cannot be the eleven going forward. There were just too many players that I think don't deserve to be there right now. Too many players out of form, out of position even, um and there's just players on the bench that I think need to be starting uh week week in and week out. Yeah, and let's face it, I think America's biggest problem has been the fact that you know. The injuries have plagued them because, you know, some of these players mm-hmm. that were supposed to be on the pitch were going to be detrimental to how this team performed. And then you had Correct. the whole Renato Ibarra case that now mm-hmm. seems to have been resolved, but doesn't seem to be back in the team. Will he be still in the club? I mean, that is still, I guess, a situation that is ongoing. He says, or at least it, it seems that he still thinks that he's part of the, the club. Um, Correct. From the understanding is that he's allowed to play with the under twenties, um, but uh, I, I don't think he's. He, I, to be honest, I don't know if he's even allowed inside the facilities. Um, yeah, I mean, and like we mentioned, it's, uh, it's, very, it's, it's like we mentioned in, in in the previous part because the reason why we haven't talked about this, the reason why we haven't really dove in too much into it, is because one, it's a very sensitive subject, right? Super. It's a very sensitive subject that is kind of surrounding of what's going on right now in Mexico, the violence that is going on around, uh, you know, women and all that stuff. So it, it's it's not a subject to, to, to really be taken very lightly at all. Um, mm-hmm. So again, we don't want to come in, talk about it, and not have all the facts straight, correct? Exactly. I was about to say that, yeah, we need we wanted to make sure that all the details were, uh, were given out because at the time, you know, there were reports left and right about what the situation was and what the outcome was going to be. And it was just too mo- too messy to say something live and then, you know, us to be wrong afterwards. That just wouldn't be a good look. So I think, you know, we handled the situation perfectly. And now that everything is out and seems to be resolved, like you said, I think now it's a little bit, you know, a little bit more calm to talk about it. Yeah. And let's just face it, you know, putting pushing all those kind of things aside, Renato Barra is a big key player to this America side that we have not Huge. been able to fill. And I exactly. think that's mm-hmm. one of the major issues. And how many times did we, did we say in, in last year's podcast, we're so reluctant on that right-hand side. We're so reluctant to giving the ball to Renato Ibarra. But it was because mm-hmm. it's working, because it what worked for America. It, it's in moments yeah. in which where America wasn't playing well, you had that bit of brilliance that you had that speed from Ibarra that was able mm-hmm. to kind of make or break your matches. And I think at yeah. this point, not having him 
in your in your team and not having a player like the caliber of Ibarra starting for you is the reason why some of these games are the way that they are. Correct. And I think Piojo's doing a wrong thing by trying to implement that same strategy with the current players that we have on the pitch. Let's take Leo Suarez. You know, he was basically the one to try to fill in for Renato and do what Renato does. I understand that. Now, does he have the ability to do it? Sure, he does. The only problem with Leo is that he is dominant lefty and Renato was a dominant righty. So on the right-hand side, it was common to see Renato beat the defender one-on-one and, and make the cross because it was just natural to him. For Leo, it's a little bit more complicated now because he has to try to cross it in with his right, but he's a dominant lefty. So that's why I think we always see him trying to cut back and play it lat- uh, lateral or back, and he's just not producing anything on the right side. And when he does try to cross it, it comes out either short or low, or it's just not a good cross at all. So I think you're you're trying to implement the wrong strategy with the players that we have right now, and then I think that also contributes to the to the to the to the bad results that we've been having. Yeah, I think it's something's definitely not clicking. Um, I don't know if at practice it's it's a lot different. Um, but then again, practices usually always are. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, you're right. I I think things have to change for America. The style has to be different. The implementations have to be a little bit different as well. Because you know, you you just need someone to play the position that they play and and dominate in the sense. You know, like the way right. that Ibarra could dominate the right wing. We need Leo Suarez to dominate, whether that's the right or the left for him and play to the style that he knows and he he, he can be comfortable with, I think will definitely help America in the long run. But honestly, yeah. I think I should try I would try him out on the left. I mean I know he that's where he originally he started for to play a little uh, a few matches, but if if that's the style you wanna play and that's the that's the kind of strategy you wanna take it, then put him on the left side. We all know Cordova's not doing well on the on the left side. That's that's like three games in a row where he's not done well on the left side, and people are trying to criticize him now of his performances. But one, that's not his position. Two, you know, if he if he also sees that he's not, you know, doing anything on the left, why keep him there? It makes no sense. I love how Christian is single handedly pointing me out because of my tweet on Sunday. Um... But but you're but you're right in a sense because Cordova was arguably one of the worst players on the pitch on Sunday night and you know whoever likes it or not that's just the fact you know every time he got the ball he was either stopped by Escobar or the cross was just bad and it just couldn't he couldn't get anything going you know and even even the commentators were saying how you know they preferred to see him in a kind of that that, that temp position that free roll position the, the position that Giovanni was playing and Giovanni was kind of ghost on Sunday as well so why not just switch the two. Giovanni's played on the left before. Maybe he maybe he provides something else on the left that that Cordova doesn't. If you notice, try to mix and match. You're you're you're, you're keep, I'm sorry. I'm just to <laughs> get my last point across. Piojo's just being too stale with with um with everything, and he thinks that you know these players deserve. I mean, are required to play in these positions, but maybe just flip up around, see what works. You know, it's not working right now. Try to switch things up a little bit. No, yeah, yeah, I, I think you say it perfectly. But if you notice a lot of things in this match, in the first half where Gio was a little bit more active on the ball, he drifted so far into the left that him and Cordoba clashed so many times. It was I agree. Yes, it was frustrating because at one part, both players are at fault at this. But at one point, it's like, okay, Gio, if you're doing that, tell Cordoba to take your position. Then, you know, you say, mm-hmm. okay, look, if I'm gonna make my my. If, if I'm gonna get the ball, I'm gonna and I'm gonna drift out wide into the left hand side. Then Cordoba do the right thing, do the natural movement, go and take my position, because then that frees up a channel for Gio to run into, and that 
and then puts Cordoba in a place where there's space to receive the mm-hmm. ball. And there was moments in time where, and I think there's, a, there's one play that demonstrates this exactly perfectly, is Gio drifts out wide. They're, they're kind of being close, marked tightly. So, you know, they're passing the ball around kind of short uh, Gio and Cordoba. And then at one point, Gio tries to play him the short ball, but then Cordoba is taking off on the left-hand side. And it's just like, th- yeah. that's not proper communication. And that's not it's how not. it should be being played. Um, but you're right. I, I, I think Cordoba in that camp spot maybe could have done a little bit more. And Gio maybe on that left wing could have produced a little bit more. So, I mean, that is that is a Piojo move. It's, yeah. And it's, I, I don't understand why he's so reluctant to, to switch it up a little bit once in a while, you know. Um, let's talk about another player now, Henry. Um, I still think he's out of form. Um, I still think he really didn't do much this game. Um, his holdup. I guess attempts were, were pretty bad because every time he tried to hold up the ball, either he had a bad touch or they just dispossessed him very quickly. Uh, I think that's something Vinas has over him, whereas Vinas, when he tries to, you know, try to do a hold up play, kind of like Benzema S type, you know, he actually completes it because he has kind of like that that body and that physical attribute to him. So I think, you know, sitting out Vinas for this game was a mistake. If you wanted to keep Henry, that's fine, but take out someone else and put in Vinas. And I really think Vinas is starting to become this crucial player that we need on the pitch uh, week in and week week out. Yeah, that was a bit um, that was a bit peculiar to not have Vinas on there. Um, I mean, I have no kind of arguments to that. I think Henry was poor in this game. Had a pretty good clear chance. Um, I mean, yeah, but you know, can you blame Piojo for starting him? He gets a goal against Atlanta United. Uh, he showcased sure. that he had, you know, a pretty good game against them. Um, I, I think most of those players kind of take take form in that Atlanta United game, and because of that, they get the starting role against Cruz Azul. They should have showcased better, of course. Yeah, I'm not saying they they didn't, or I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't, but they had to and they didn't. Um, and and now we're here. We're in the situation where we're discussing who did the best overall game and I, I think that's no doubt about it that was a chore but aside from that it's like you don't really have anyone that can be said like oh yeah this guy had just an as an exceptional game or this and that and um, I think that was kind of the discussion that was going on on Twitter afterwards is that no one really stepped up for me or at least I didn't see anyone kind of say hey look we are getting destroyed out here and yes the scoreline doesn't show it but the stats will the momentum bar will. That will definitely show it, of course. Right, the, the just the run of play, everything demonstrated that America was non-existent in this game. Yeah, America maybe had a period in time in which they were moving the ball around pretty decent, but afterwards, Cruzul said, "Okay, you had your moment. We're we're gonna completely take over." The midfield was non-existent, like you said. I think Richard was a ghost that in this game. Casares was very limited to what he was capable of doing. Um, mm-hmm. he, I think he was trying to cover a lot of space. I, I I think he can definitely be a Guido S type of player with more minutes, with more time, with more adjustment. Of that's course, definitely yes. some. That's that's a good sign, yes. But at this moment, right now, when you need results, when you need things to be kind of set in stone, we don't have that. We haven't had that, and that's mm-hmm. the real main right. issue. Um, you know, I, I still think they need time to to coordinate with each other. I think once uh, Casares and Richard can kind of get to know each other a little bit more and try to play, you know, spaces like like uh, like Guido once did with um with Mateo Soribe kind of, of of a player, you know, then then you'll start seeing a little bit better results. But I mean, for the time being, you know, pe- things just don't look well. Um, 
point out one more thing. I think Herrera did a did a bad move in putting experience over form. I think Jorge Sanchez played an excellent game against Atlanta United, and I think I would have preferred him to see start this game over Paul Aguilar. Yeah, yeah, he might have been. Uh, but then again, Paul is your captain, so there's kind of you know. Paul is your captain, correct? But I mean. But then again, yes, you're right. Paul isn't having the I best mean, of the time, and um, again, was very, very. It showed. It showed again in this yeah. match a lot. There were so many times where Rosu was on like on a break, and I just seen Bruno and Aguilera, and then Fuentes literally just roaming right behind them, and Aguilera was nowhere to be found. It's uh. It kind of reminds me of watching Real Madrid with Marcelo, and it's just like the headache that he causes me because he's always on the on the on the attack, never on defense whenever we need him to be, and it's just it's it's annoying. And I'm seeing the same thing here, and you know I'm just like wow, I you know I, I just don't think this would happen right now with Jorge. I think Jorge is a little bit more disciplined in that aspect at least right now because he's but he's more informed. So it just seems like the better the better option for right now. But like you said though, can you really bench your captain in the Clasico though? That is that is the real thing, and I think there's kind of these kind of undisputable starters right when 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 you have a team like this especially with a Piojo team right um yeah but yeah Piojo should have definitely set uh Aguilera out I mean Aguilar out uh not Aguilera who by the way we'll talk about him Aguilera too we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> him and his mistake um another player that I, I, I guess this is just kind of becoming the player show here because we were, we're kind of diagnosing the, the players instead of the game as a whole but um Luis Fuentes, I think, had his worst game in an America jersey uh, in this match. I think I was going to say that, yes. Mm-hmm. I think he was very, very... Uh, he, had a, he had a hard time with, with whoever, whoever was on his wing. Um, it, it was at times Elias, at times Cabecita. Even even Santi, sometimes when he drifted to, to the to, to the right, he um he caused problems. And I, I don't know what it was, but I, I think I agree with you. I think he probably had his worst game in an America jersey. And it's the, the worst time to have it, honestly. Yeah. And by the way... We're not saying that, you know, just because you have this bad game that you're just a terrible player. Everyone had a bad game. It's as simple as that. Everyone Everyone had a bad bad game game. except your goalkeeper. And that's about it. Yes. And that's about it. I mean, you said it. The first (laughs) half alone, I think Memo has, what, six saves? Um, It's it's literally insane what he does on the first half. I I think he has six saves, yeah. And it's ridiculous how many times he actually... Okay, look, I'll tell you this much. There was one point in which I thought Grisul is scoring here for sure. Um... And the cabecita moment. Yes, when he take when when he gets inside the eighteen, he takes, takes on the left, and then uh-huh. and then cuts inside. He's literally by the six yard box, Bruno. and he just. Yes, uh-huh. You think rifles? You thinking it's in? It's it's got to be in. He had yeah, he I, has I, everything. I, I thought it was in. He has everything. I thought it was in. Uh, yes. Takes the shot and memo just co- the fact that the way he blocks Not it, then. and then to have that composure to see the ball, pick it up, and hold on to it. Um. Uh, that's just top notch. That is top notch yeah. goalkeeping right there. And then yeah, of course, um, the the following one I think, which is the best save of the night, and I think one of his best saves in an America jersey, and probably the best save he has made. Uh, well, that's kind of up to debate, but since his return yeah, back in America, um, is that one where he goes with uh, with with mano cambiada? It just he he palms it, and the ball literally goes centimeters from the post. Oh, I know. That, the long range effort, correct? Yeah? Yeah, the long range attempt, yes, right? Yes, that one. Oof. Yeah, yes. That one was that a save. Was, that was, was a, a save a, and a half. Yeah, just world, world-class goalkeeping from Ochoa, and 
yeah, I, I even talked to a couple of my friends that are Cruz Azul fans, and they were just like, wow. They just, like, hats off to a chaw for that first half. Yeah. And I was like, listen, honestly, I'm going to be real with you guys. This should have been probably a 4 nil half, honestly, for you guys. And it's just a miracle that it's still nil-nil uh, at half. And Ochoa saved us, and I think it's safe to say now that Ochoa's back in form. Ochoa's the, 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 goal, the goalkeeper that we want him to be when he when he joined back. And, and we said that he would. up to everyone else. And we said he would, we, right? we, we called it. We called it. We called it. Yes, we called it that he would be in this form. Everyone else was like, oh, why'd you let go of Marche? Ochoa was a bad choice. You should have got someone else. Relax. All right? Relax. Calm down. All so, right, the savior is here. It's just for real. And I was just matter of time of this defense getting exposed and you know out of the top eight we are by far the worst team i think in that oh, top yeah, eight definitely. even though even though we are we are fourth but you know honestly and it's gonna hurt me to say it but i think even chivas is starting to find a little bit better play style in us right now and it's just not 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 a good look for us considering the players that we have uh the coach that we have and it's just what's going on like it's just Lack of confidence, lack of communication, lack of tactics, lack of strategy, or it could be all of the above. It might be just a mix of everything. Um, I don't know. That's a far stretch to say Chivas is uh, maybe a little bit better than us. Um, they have more goals. They score more goals than us. Yeah, but by two, <laughs> by two, exactly. Um, and with the amount of chances that we've missed as well. With, Oh, that is we true. could have been in a different situation. But uh, look, at, at the end of the day, it, it, it was a terrible first half by America. Savior Ochoa. In comes second half, and nothing's changed. Nothing, completely. Not even the attitude of the players, nothing. It's just we're going to go back into the same kind of reluctant strategies, and we're going to kind of weigh this out. It kind of almost felt like we're trying to hold off for this draw, but if we can get him on a counter or something, then yeah, sure, we'll get that. But if not, then we're comfortable with this it's result. Mentality. Yeah, it's a wrong, wrong mentality. And it's just weird that Piojo didn't try to do something and adjust because he knew we got killed in the first half. And to come out again in the second half the same way, it's just it's suicide. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, we had maybe a good five to ten minutes, but after that, we were ghost again. Exactly. And then that's when Cruzo capitalized um, on a... Well, it was a good goal by them, um, but which, by the after way, that, though, we just the goal that they score, and 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 this is just me being nitpicky, and and it's funny enough that I'm gonna be doing this after praising him. But if Ochoa takes just one step, just one step to uh, his right, I believe his right, yeah. yeah his if right. he takes mm-hmm. just his one right. step to his right before he dives, he gets there. He gets he there. He gets there, and and that's just me just being nitpicky with goalkeepers as I always do, but um. Right, yeah, but it was a good, it was a good goal by a, them. I, you can't really say anything. They, right? mm-hmm. It was like they did they their just thing, beat, they did their part, Cordova. and they finished. I, I don't know why Cordova stopped running. Did he? Did he try to make a tackle? Then he stopped, and he he it looked like he like he stuttered there, and then that's where that's where the player got t- took the advantage to to get the cross. Nothing in. gets me more mad on the pitch than when that happens. And I'm not just that saying that in the professional terrible. level, but in the, in my Sunday league as well. If someone just beats you, and you're just like, well, that's about it. No, show me some heart. Go after him. Like, is I don't like, care if you gotta just, take like, his legs soon, out. Do something. I know. It's just like once that Kurosu. I, I I don't know why I have such bad memory. I it, was it Elias? I don't I don't know. But I I'm, I'm sorry for not knowing. But once he had that one step over Cordova, he just he, the, the, that's when he started, and then that's when you saw him get like three or four steps, and then that just made it easier for him to cross it in. Which, by the way, was a very good cross, actually. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Cabecito, obviously, being the, the killer that he is, just found the space, and um, Aguilera couldn't get there. Or was it Bruno? Uh, I believe it was Aguilera. 
I, well, whoever it was, just didn't get there in time. And like you said, just barely beat Ochoa uh, on on that dive. And, well, that's one nail, and then we just couldn't respond after that. Yeah, and after that, it was I just... mean, we had a chance to tie at the 98 minute, but... Yeah, really and no, we'll, we'll get to that right now. But like you mentioned, it was like... <laughs> it, there's a big gap in between. You're just like... Uh, oh, there there's is. no response like, whatsoever. 30-minute gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So, nope, 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 nope. And, and that was just terrible on all aspects. But yeah, credit to them. They, they they got their goal. They did their thing. And they didn't really fall back or anything. They just kept playing their game. and Something we weren't able to kind of adjust to in any way or form. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah, America needs to America needs to fix a lot of things. Um, lots and lots of things. And let's talk about this penalty. Um, that maybe wasn't a penalty. I don't know. I see a push. I, I think, okay, yeah, he gives it. Okay, if he doesn't, okay. I'm kind of like whatever. I was actually hoping for a corner because I was ready to see Ochoa come out and try to head that way. Moises Munoz. Moises Munoz. Yeah. Um, that or Honestly, it's funny because I was watching this game with uh, with my friend and his family. His whole family is a Cruzul fan. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So it was like enemy central, right? Uh, no, but they're yeah. they're they're great people. Uh, they they leave the rivalry on the pitch, and uh, you know, shout out to them. Uh, and it was like I told them I was like, okay, if they take the penalty, if if they give the penalty, I want a chore to take it. Um, probably would have scored it. Never was gonna because um, Aguilera. <laughs> that was just terrible. I think that was Aguilera's worst penalty ever. Yeah. He literally gave him, literally gave Corona the the side that he was going to. It was very bad take. And uh, yeah, I mean, ref gives the VRR call. It's a penalty. You want to say what you want to say about it, whatever. It's given. Aguilera goes and takes it. Um, and misses it. And just like that, game's over. I yeah, I guess there's a there's a bit of an appeal for it to be retaken again because Corona gets off his line. But how many of those do you really get called back because of yeah, that? Right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, honestly, we even deserve the, yeah. the the draw at that point. I'm just being honest. Yeah, like we we didn't deserve. We deserve to lose this game. And I'm not saying that I'm glad that we lost, but I think I hope this is a wake up call for Herrera to really start fixing things, or else, you know. Could it could his job be on the line at the end of the season? I mean, I think it's too early to 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 speculate all that. Yeah, and that's one thing I hate about our fan base is that after <laughs> yeah, a loss, it was it was classical, right away. <laughs> I, know, I know it's a classical loss. I know, I know, I understand, but to to just start the hashtag put up your holes already. I saw those. Early, I was like, wow, this is one account that he just completely we were, filled all his characters with fed up yoho. We we were basically not in the same situation, but we were kind of in a similar situation last year. Um, or last semester with um, with with all the draws that we were getting, you know, Drew against Pumas, Drew against Juarez, you know, all those teams, teams we should be beating left and right. And I guess the only difference with those games is we should have probably won those games, and then these games we probably should have lost, and we are losing. So I guess that's the 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 difference. But it's kind of the same state that we're in uh, compared to last season, and you know, last season we went to the finals. Just yeah. that, that 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 little push that we need. When is that push gonna come? I don't know. Is it gonna happen? I don't know. It's just. We need someone to wake up, and it doesn't seem like no one is willing to to raise their hand and say, "Okay, listen, you need you need a difference maker. I'm gonna be the difference maker." You know, I mean, Leo's trying to do it, but you know, he only could do so much, and he's kind of limited right now. You know, we all thought Cordova was gonna be, but he's playing out of position, and you know, if Yoho doesn't want to correct that, then how much can he offer? We thought Rogers gonna do something, but you know, Rogers, 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 <laughs> and um, I mean, then you have Ibarguen. He's very inconsistent. Uh, Escobosa, no, no, no playing time. Um, and then you have Vinas on the bench, and you know that should be a starter week in and week out. So yeah. it's just I, I don't I know. I mean, there's a lot of pieces Yohan's to this puzzle, and maybe we have all the pieces, and or maybe we're missing just a few. But I think, 
I think we oh, just have to, we just have to like yeah we just have to put them all in, in accordingly in where you don't look like you don't look like you can see the missing pieces but you can still see the full picture you know mm-hmm. and and I think it's America needing to kind of fill in those little little, little spots which all falls down on Piojorera, you know yeah it just needs to buckle up and really really think this through and I think like you said the break comes at a perfect time not because of all the external factors but as a team factor, a team situation, I think this is a good moment for him to really, really, really sit down and plan the the, the next few games ahead. Because um, if the season does, in fact, um, you know, resume when it was supposed to be resumed, which is in two weeks, I, I believe, um, and it'll be evaluated afterwards. But we'll talk about that later. Um, then he he needs to start because we have a we have a strong matchup next. It, it's Leon. Yeah, there's literally. no pushover. Literally. Um. So. You know, it's not going to get any easier from this point on. And, you know, it's 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 a little worrying, yes, but I, I think I have confidence in the players and Piojo that they can turn this around. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, definitely. And how. Two things here. Uh, one, Mike says, uh, talk about why he puts his two subs in the last 10 minutes, which I think is a very, very good thing to talk about. Another thing, uh, our beloved Cowboy is listening and watching the podcast right now. Dylan, what is up? We miss you, my friend. Uh, I love you. How is, uh, Christian says he loves you. Um, I say I love you. I don't know. I, I'm still seeing where I stand on that. But, uh, yeah, make sure you guys <laughs> use the hashtag ForceCowboyDan. He's still in his uh in his injury uh although he is quarantined right now himself as well so he's making sure he's doing the right thing he's washing his hands he's staying away he's he's putting himself in, in the most best place is which is his home um which by the way for those of you who don't know what the cowboy dan household looks like um it's what what would you say a, a 10 bedroom uh a 10 bedroom house ten bedroom, uh, it has his own six ranch. bathrooms one basement pool yeah you know just the just, the luxury cowboy life he's, he's living. He's got his now. own cattle. So he's fine. Don't worry. He has his own cattle. He uh, he wakes up every mm-hmm. morning, just goes about his rounds. Um, you can just imagine him. So shout out to Cowboy Dan. He's doing his things. He's 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 quarantining himself. He's making sure he's doing the right thing. Dylan, we miss you, buddy. Get better. Uh, make sure you uh, put ice on that hammy, and we'll see you very very soon here on the podcast. Uh, make sure you guys do give a. Uh, Cowboy Dan as much love as possible. Don't forget to use the hashtag Fuerza Cowboy Dan. Now let's talk about what Mike said. Uh, it's very interesting too because this is one thing that uh, I know me and Dylan like to talk about too is the fact that he uses his subs so late sometimes. 78 and 85. Why? Why so late? You needed them at the 45th minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> you put in Venus at the 70 minute mark when you're already down 1-0. Yeah. Like, why? Why? It just doesn't make sense. Like this is this brings me back to um a conversation we had with Cesar that one time he was on the podcast and you know Piojo's you know tactical you know um performances and his uh and his strategies and you know we were saying how he's so inconsistent with with all these things and this is one of the times where we just want to rip his head off because why do you bring in your your goal scorer at the seventieth minute when we're down one? Why do you start making subs at the eightieth minute and then last one at the eighty fifth minute? This just doesn't make sense. You know you're getting killed out there. Why wait until you get scored on? It just doesn't make sense at all, at all whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I wish we could have an answer for you, Mike. But it's just, it's, it's. I guess it's a beautiful thing. Whenever we get a chance to talk to him, we'll we'll make sure to ask him that question because I think a lot of people want to know why, why use it so late, why. I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense at all. Not at all. Um. 
but moving from that, America lost uh, 1-0 to Cruzul at home. We're in fourth place, like Christian mentioned. Um, things still having to look better for us. We'll see. The league is supposed to return when again, Christian? At two weeks, supposedly. Supposedly. And that's all in the know. air. It, uh, yeah, so we don't know. That's, Especially now with Mexico, yeah. the cases are just going up and up. It just doesn't seem likely that it'll return in two weeks, but high hopes, I guess. You no know, praising that this will return. Um, it's just it's just weird how all the season's going to finish because, as we know, the Champions League also was suspended. So our, we still have a match pending with Atlanta United in Atlanta, um, and things here in the U.S. aren't looking, you know, <laughs> that better on, on the bright side either. <laughs> Right, so it's just very complicated right now. Um, I guess we'll just move into the topic now while we're talking about it. Um, this this virus is just ruining everything right now. Um, and don't be surprised if, for some reason, this season just gets canceled because it's a very high possibility of it happening. I mean, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, our friend, uh, I'm trying to read this correctly. Day. You know what? I'm sorry, I butchered that. I'm sorry. Well, you know who you are. Do y'all think Renato will play for us again? Um, I think right now that's a no. Um, right now it's a no. And I think it's going to stay there was a though. report that they had a meeting, mm-hmm. and supposedly the, the verdict was that he will be sold in the summer. Um, will he play again for us? Doesn't seem likely. I'll give it a 5% chance. Um, but no, I just don't think he'll play for us again. So I think we can just start to kind of just – Start erasing him from from our memory, and you know he's just probably not going to be there. Yeah. So that Renato situation, little by little, we'll be getting kind of expunged and seeing what things are. But uh, yeah, as far as him playing again, I, I I think it's kind of a set thing that I don't think we'll ever see him in an America jersey again, um, which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. But uh, it, you know things, it is it it is what it is, and I think that the club needs to handle it as they have been handling it appropriately. Yeah, which is very professional, very calm, and I, I think they're doing a, a good job right now with the whole situation. Yeah, so we'll have a discussion on that, whether or not he gets sold. That's a little bit more for the transfer stuff. It'll be interesting how this podcast looks like for from now on with no with no medic to talk to, which we'll, we'll, we'll give you guys a little heads up of what we have in, in store for yeah. you guys. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Uh, will there even be a transfer window? That'd be interesting. Who knows? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh now, lastly, let's talk a little bit about Atlanta United, uh, how America sure. ended up winning 3-0. Some, some good news, I guess. Yeah, a little bit of gr- uh, good news to a kind of, of good news. you know, uh, hide all this grim grim, uh, grim talk about. But, uh, yeah, America goes on Wednesday uh, at the Estadisteca at home, washes Atlanta United in the first 45 minutes, then really doesn't do anything in the second half. Uh, shout out to our friends from the, the Home Before Dark podcast. They were on here last week. Um, great, great guys had great insight on what uh, Atlanta United had uh, to offer for us, and uh, you know we were very reluctant on on this America winning the way that they did. Uh, you guys can hear all of it about it, but it's just kind of funny though, kind of how the result was going, and I'm just like, you know what? Me and Christian didn't even think this was gonna happen. It happens in the first 45. No, I thought this was gonna happen. Let's and, be honest. Uh, After the performances we put out against Comunicaciones in our league form, yeah. No, I thought this was gonna happen, and it's just. 
I think this, like you said, this is probably the best 45 minutes we've played all season. And it it, it really highlighted players like like Leo Suarez, like Henry Martin, even Gio had a good game in this one. And, you know, it's just it's just weird how all of that couldn't translate to Sunday. And it's just, I don't know, but we could talk about it. 11th minute, Leo Suarez with a beautiful, beautiful golazo. Oh, my word. Um, literally, Gusan couldn't do anything about that. It was just a thing of beauty. Two minutes later, um, Richard puts a spectacular pass to Henry, and Henry does all the all the work. Um, beats Guzan on the on on his left side, and it's two 0 already with 13 minutes in, and we're just like, wow, this is about to be a bloodbath. Um, it, it was looking like it, and you know, then Bruno comes in at the 36, heads it in. That's three 0 and then like you said, 45 minutes, and it's three nothing America already. Yeah. Um, shout out to my buddies. We went to go see this game at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um. And while love going. while the game was going on, um, and, and I saw, I was like, okay, America's got a goal. Now America's a second one. And I told them, okay, look, America needs to win. America needs to get this third goal. Because if America can get this third goal, then that means that Atlanta United have to push their lines in the second half. They have to exhaust themselves. We knew that roughly around the 65 to 70th minute was about how much they had in the tank to go the full intensity because of the altitude. Which, by the way, uh, we definitely... Definitely did not get that right. In the 85 minute, they were still going at it. I, I don't know where they got that they second win hard. from, but Jesus, they kept going. Um, it, it also also could have done to the fact that we just pushed them so far back in the first half that you know to to limit the 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 the, the bleeding. You know, they they kind of had to stay back for a little bit, and I guess that they just probably conserved all that energy for the second half because the second half they were flying. Yeah, they were. They were flying literally everywhere. 45 minutes straight, they did not stop. And I think the, the 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 guys over over at the Atlanta podcast really highlighted PT and Barco, and it was really PT and Barco in that second half for Atlanta United. And the fact that PT didn't score one is just sort of a miracle because the guy was hitting post left and right. <laughs> yeah, he and, was. You know, we we were getting a little bit lucky uh, in the second half. I'm not even gonna lie. So um, I guess luck was on was on our side on in this match, especially in the second half. And but it just shows you though that this series is not over yet. That you know these players still have. You know, to to go out there and prove something, and you know, oh, finish yeah. the job in yeah, the lane because whenever this players game, like uh-huh. BT and Barco, when they're in in a comfortable setting, can probably provide a lot more than what they did down in Mexico. So this is not over yet. I know it looks very favorable in our in our far in our part, but you know, we still need to go to Atlanta, and if we go to Atlanta, um, and uh, and finish the job there. Yeah, definitely. And it'd be interesting to have the 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 boys from the. From the Home Before podcast to, uh, to talk about that game, see uh, what their input was uh, on their defense, because I think they were a little shaky back there, and maybe they alluded to that coming into this game. But uh, yeah, ultimately, Barco and Pity, uh, they played with us. Uh, they they did what they wanted in the second half, but I think America too. I think they let them. Uh, we were kind of a bit reluctant, and it, that, that's just kind of how the situation was at hand. But America did the job right, you know, in the first 45 minutes. They did what they had to do in the second half. Could they have had another one? Maybe. But uh, I think Piojo was saying, okay, we're smart. We're conservative. Let's play like that in the second half. And they showcased it. And, and that was kind of the case. And, you know, we'll uh, we'll have to wait to see what happens in the in the second leg. If there's even a second leg, like Christian just mentioned. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and find out. But 
uh, yeah, ultimately, it was a good game. It was a fun game to watch as well, uh, especially if you're an Americanista game. that were kind of tired of kind of how the results were going for America. This is definitely one of those games in which you kind of had a smile on your face for uh, for the majority of the match, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So yeah. it was a good game in general, and I think the, even the neutrals had a good uh, a good one watching this one. Mm-hmm. Especially all those Liga MX fans that you know are really into the Liga MX versus MLS rivalry. I think I think they had a fun one. Oh with yeah, this one. yeah. Everyone's true colors showed in in, in that one. Everyone yes. bleeds yellow yes, at the sir. end of the day. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, I just want to point out one thing though. I think Oscar had a good game. Oh, he did. He did. Oscar had a good game. I had no problem with his uh, performance in that match. Mm-hmm. He made some pretty good crucial saves. I yes, he did. I, I think he's it's he just, might just be the goalkeeper like, for the tournament. It's just it's just very very calming to know that you know we can trust this goalkeeper at you know at stages like this and even you know me and you picked Ochoa to start this game but I think Oscar responded very well to yeah. to all the criticism he was getting and all the all the hate I guess that you know he it shouldn't be him it should be Ochoa so you know I think Oscar did a good job and I hope he continues to 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 keep doing uh, to keep up his performances no oh, yeah and he'll definitely be the keeper for the second leg There's oh yeah hundred percent no no questions in that um. That's about it. I mean, we could sit here and really die, die, you know, dissect this game in full like the way we did with the Kurosuke, but I, th- I think that's better off for when we preview the second leg. Um, even if that's if we even remember this game in that context <laughs> by the time that's played. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, ultimately it was a good game for America fans. Um, it was a good game for America team in general. Um and we'll have to wait to see what happens. Obviously, the, the tournament suspended for the meantime because of all this coronavirus stuff going on. Whether or not it's going to be returned, how it's going to look like when it returns, that's still up to debate because not all the first legs were even played. No, we still had Cruz Azul and Los Angeles to be played. Yeah. They should... And they, that guy was one literally at the last they minute. Should, yeah, they literally... You know what they should do? Um, I don't know if you remember this, Chris. Do you remember the Interliga? I don't remember the deal. Okay, yes. so there was a situation in which I, I don't remember the two the two rivals. I remember one of the teams was Atlas. Um, I don't remember if it was Tecos or whoever. I don't know, but they were playing for third place, and I don't know what happened. I don't know how the game went or whatever, but the game got decided on a to- on a coin toss. And I don't know if you remember <sighs> the situation, but. I- I think I remember a situation like that, but I just don't remember the team. Yeah, I, I, Atlas was one of the teams, and I don't remember everything that was uh, um, mm-hmm. the other team that was involved in it. But it was funny because it was like, oh, Atlas won because of a coin toss. Maybe they should just do that for LAFC versus Cruz Azul. For the first leg, at least. For the first leg. Watch Cruz Azul still find a way to Cruz Azularla in a coin toss. <laughs> Um, oh, dude, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just just uh, a very bad situation uh, that we're all living in right now, uh, especially us that are such big fanatics of the sport, and it's just, what do we do now? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a real question. It's a real question up for debate. Um, and, yeah, that's CONCACAF Champions League. For the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, America sits very well. For the second leg, still question marks as to when that's going to be played. 
Um, I think that does it for what we had in store to talk about in regards to all things Resacalas in America. We'll keep you guys up to date. Everything over on Twitter at America US and over on Instagram at America underscore US. Uh, in regards to everything that's going to be happening with the team, we're going to get a little bit more of an update as to whether or not they're going to be training. Um, like we mentioned, they're going to get... Uh, they should be training on Thursday. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's the report, right? Thursday is, is the day yes. that they should be back. Um, that could also change very quickly by tomorrow yes, because, like we mentioned, the cases are just rising in Mexico right now at a at a at a pace that I think no one predicted. So, um, I think the league might step in and just go you know, extend this one more week, two more weeks. Who knows, honestly, at this point? Yeah. So, I mean, everyone looks like they might be quarantined for a little while. Um, we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date with how things are going down there with the team. Uh, news on some of the players, everything going on. It's uh, it's a little bit tricky right now. A little bit tricky. Um, yes. Even here. And as you guys, the listeners know, it's affected everything worldwide. So you guys understand how, uh, how crazy this situation is, right? All these updates, everything. I mean, what? It was one moment uh, the NBA was about to tip off against, uh, uh, who was it? The Hornets? And then all of a sudden... The season gets canceled. Everything stopped. Or postponed. stopped. Yeah, it's like it gets stopped. It was, it, it, it was it. crazy. It just barely like that, everything was canceled. Um, so I think people just need to, I guess, take it easy for, for, for the time being. And and like like Ivan said, we'll have you guys updated on, on all things America on, on, our, on our Twitter. Uh, any updates relating to the team, to the league even. Um, we'll, we'll be sure to get that out for you guys. Yeah, definitely. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Um, like our good cowboy said. You know, this is a day-to-day situation, sometimes even hour by hour. So, um, yeah, honestly, at this point, it just seems like that. So make sure you guys just kind of, you know, be worried about the situation. I know uh, we will be too. Um, as far as what you guys can expect from us here on the podcast. Uh, yes, we're quitting. Yeah, we're, we're, we finally got some vacation, Christian. <laughs> it was finally approved. Um, no, um. We'll still be here back uh, on Tuesdays. Uh, We'll bring you guys a live show. I think what we're going to be doing in the meantime, um, obviously we're going to bring you guys news, updates, and all that stuff, kind of the regular that you guys would expect on here whenever we're kind of covering the team off-season in that aspect. Um, But I think what would be really cool is if if we had a bit of uh, discussion, some debates, uh, some players, uh, some throwbacks, uh, you know, stuff that can really kind of engage the community, engage the audience. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and uh, you really want to be engaged in kind of these topics and and these discussions, come over onto the the live show on Tuesdays. We're going to try to have you guys up to date with everything uh, in regards to the team, and then we're also going to have debates as to uh, who's the better player? We'll do player comparisons. Who probably is the worst player from our generation or from our uh, our memory? You know, that would be a fun topic to discuss as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have plenty and plenty of stuff that you guys can comment and that you guys can be part of. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, just something to engage you guys, the community. I think that's the most important part here is uh, still have something to bring us together. Even though we don't have our weekly uh, game to kind of look forward to, at least we'll have something as a community, as a whole, to come back together, mm-hmm. unite, uh, and you know, still have a little bit uh, of that sanity because we miss football so much. So yes, of course. Uh, maybe maybe we can re rewatch uh, matches from the past. You know, maybe there's some matches that me and you can can just kind of like comment on and you know give our opinion on on the on the match. I, I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, just know that content's not gonna go away. 
like Ivan said, I think we'll be back here on Tuesday at 10, at 10 o'clock Eastern time, 7 Pacific, um, just with a different type of content. But I think it's content that that will be fun for both of us and hopefully for you guys as well. Definitely. And uh, our cowboy has uh, belovedly comment on below. The worst player from our generation is uh, is me, apparently. Although... Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I was going to say it next week, but I guess Dylan just dumped the gun. That's <laughs> all right, though. All right. You guys don't want to miss any of this. We'll have more of these discussions later on for you guys. But uh, ultimately, we just want to say stay safe out there, guys. Uh, do the proper thing. Um, I know this is a very, very difficult time for a lot of our listeners right now um, because of what's happening, because of, uh, you know, sometimes the the shortages going on around you know work and everything um just know that uh, our thoughts and prayers are with all of you guys uh that are affected by this uh for those of you who you know are a little bit worried scared about this just know that uh you're not the only ones out there feeling like this as well uh so you know stay stay positive uh you know hold on to that one thing that uh gives you co- comfort whether it's america whether it's uh soccer whatever the case may be uh, hold on to that and just, you know, continue to, to go about it day by day, hour by hour, like our good cowboy said. Um, and yeah, just, uh, be careful out there and, uh, do the right thing guys. Do the right thing. Wash your hands, Christian. Wash your hands. I wash my hands. I think every hour as you should. I think we're going to get to the point where it's just be like, I'm sterile. No one touch me. Yeah, honestly. I mean, people, people, I, it's just weird because like, um, where I work, you people come in and they just have masks and gloves on, and like, and they 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 literally tell you, oh, please, can you step away from me? You're too close. Like, it's, oh wow! Like, that's that's what's going on right now in New York. If you guys are really want to know, I mean, you guys probably don't, but I'm just telling you, um, it's it's getting to that point, and it just doesn't show show signs of stopping. Um, there's just panic buying left and right. Um, it's a it's a very scary situation, especially for someone who like like I think we mentioned off camera. Like when was the last time um, we we've seen something like this? Like where people are li- literally just losing their minds, um, and it's um it's definitely scary. And I think it's it's important to say that you know just to stay safe, uh, just not for yourself, just for for your loved ones around you. Um, you you never know what can happen, and God forbid anything does happen. So. I think we all just need to just follow the rules, whatever they say, just do them. And hopefully this will be over sooner rather than later. Yeah. You know, and a lot of us don't like to use the word quarantine or don't like to think of the process of what that may mean for us. But um, I think at the end of the day, it's just, you know, precaution. At the end of the day, we have to take care of exactly. not just ourselves, but like Christian said, we I, I think us, the younger people, we owe responsibility to society to look after those who are not only younger than us, but as well older than us. Uh, I, I think we're a very pivotal okay. part of that point in society. So make sure you guys do the right thing. That's all. Um, and uh, we'll we'll keep doing our part for the community to try to bring you guys some sort of content, at least something to enjoy, something to tie in and look forward to. And uh, we'll be doing our part in that aspect. Uh, but that pretty much does it for us today. We'll be back, like I mentioned, next week. No game, which is very, very odd to say so. But very uh, awkward. Very awkward. you know what? Thank God there's FIFA. Uh, yeah, thank God there's people, and there's YouTube as well. Yes. So uh, I'll be spending most of my time there on YouTube, trying to trying to really dissect the games and which we've lost and call Piojo during my, my off time and tell him what the hell he's doing wrong. Christian is gonna dissect in full the game. 
back uh when was it was it back in the 80s when uh america played against boca and uh carlos reynoso scored that worldly of a free Ooth. kick yes i think it was the 80s yeah because she's gonna go back and dissect like, every single oh, dude, one great. of those minutes um and he'll have a full Slow frame too frame frame by frame. frame by frame can't wait can't i mean i got the wait. time so why not all righty then well, from everyone out here from the Eagle Eye Podcast, stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Christian, as always, thank you so much for coming out here. Stay safe, my friend. I know New York is a bit of a crazy epidemic down there, but uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, my favorite time of the week. You know that, and I'll try to stay safe. Definitely here. stay safe. Um, Christian is hoarding all the toilet paper, by the way, New York. I'm just putting that out there. I am not. <laughs> I am not. I'm not, I'm not one of those people who are buying literally five to five to seven dozens of toilet paper, and it's just it's ridiculous, honestly. I know, man. All righty, then. It's honestly ridiculous. And, they 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 put a limit on that now in most stores. Yeah. I think you can take one. Yeah. One per customer. Definitely. And if you're listening to this and you're one of those, stop. Stop. Yeah, stop. You're annoying. No one likes you, honestly. Let's be honest here. No one likes you. If you're one of those those and people, I just, that, uh, Dylan, I'm just, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, you do not need that much toilet paper for your cattle ranch. You're the only one yeah, there. On, man. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you guys take it easy out there. Stay safe to all the League of Mickey's English community. Uh, we 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 wish you guys nothing but the best, and to every single one of our Aguila community, uh, thoughts, prayers, and everything with all of you guys and your family. We'll get through this, and there will be football again. Mark my words. If not. Um, then I don't know what we're doing here, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Alrighty then, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And we'll see you guys until next time. As always, as always, and with much more emphasis on it, take care. And as always, Arriba America. Good night, everyone. <laughs>